0: There is an industry term for editors who struggle to come up with creative editing ideas, and that is a button monkey. So, listen in to today's episode to understand how to make sure that you don't get labeled with that. And if you are currently, then how to escape that. All right, let's get on with the podcast. Hello, welcome back to another episode of the video editing podcast from Unsplice. I'm your host, Shiny, and I thank you very much for joining me. Now, if you're a long-time listener, thank you again for joining. I would love it if you would leave a raving review on Apple Podcasts or on Spotify, because it helps this podcast get seen. If you are watching this, you can watch this on Spotify and also on YouTube, Make sure you're subscribed on YouTube because then you'll get notifications any time that I go live with the podcast, which does happen, and you can join in the conversation live. And uh, if you are new to the podcast, welcome. Really nice to have you. Thank you very much for joining. It really is a pleasure to have you here. There aren't many podcasts that talk about the ins and outs of working as a professional commercial and documentary editor. And so, um, this podcast is dedicated to that. It's based on my 15 years knowledge working, um, as an, uh, a commercial and documentary editor in London, but the lessons expand way beyond just the UK because we're talking about creativity. We're talking about technique, technical workflow, creative storytelling, career progression here. And so, um, this is relatable across the globe. So welcome. Thank you very much for joining, and um, let's talk a little bit about button monkeys. You may have heard this term before, button monkey, button pusher, um, these are all names for editors who struggle to come up with creative editing ideas, but also uh, any editors who a client deems just as a Technical executor. So literally, just pushing buttons, as the name suggests. You are handed a brief, and you, as the editor, just do exactly as you're told, and you don't come up with your own creative flair. You bring your own twist to it. Bring any kind of extracurricular thought, creative thought to the project. You just execute exactly as you are demanded. A lot of jobs that you might find on, say, Upwork, Fiverr, you know, these mass um, brief or freelancing communities um, are the kind of jobs that perhaps don't have uh, a great amount of creativity in the brief because the people briefing you don't really know how to create good videos, they don't have to create good edits. So the brief is very much left up to you. And if you're at the beginning of your journey, then you may struggle to come up with creative ideas in order to make these kind of edits interesting. And so you end up in this kind of chicken and egg or catch-22 situation um, where no creativity has been briefed, but also you don't have the understanding in order to bring your own creativity. So these are the kind of editors that are becoming replaceable ai is coming for our jobs but only in the bottom end the very you know the menial tasks the basic edits that will go straight up onto social media or um, have zero creativity they're just a talking head with some titles and that's it these kind this kind of editing is going to be completely wiped out by ai And so the only way that you can make sure that you are safe from that is to bring creative editing ideas to the table, to the edit. So in order to remain safe and to keep your job and to ensure it doesn't get stolen by AI, then you need to be able to come up with your own creative editing ideas and your own creative storytelling. Remember, you already know this, editing is about storytelling. But what exactly is storytelling? if you went on the internet and you had a look, then you would probably get some random things, you know, random bits of advice all kind of spread apart. And that's why we try to keep um, keep it all focused within Unspiced Pro, so that you just have modules specifically on storytelling. But what I wanna talk about a bit more today is uh, not so much about building out your creative storytelling ability. That is something that we have spoken about in the past. But uh, I want to talk about some traits, some personality traits that every great editor possesses. Think about any great editor that you admire. That could be in the film world, or it could be anywhere else. Walter Merch, for example. Every single one of these editors possess certain personality traits, certain qualities and every single editor that I meet through Unsplice Pro, all the good ones possess these qualities as well. And these are the kind of qualities that will ensure that you don't get labelled a button monkey or a button pusher. One of the main traits, I'm gonna tell you them, I'm gonna tell you them all, but one of the main traits that will prevent you from becoming labelled a button pusher is curiosity. Button monkeys and button pushers are not curious people. If they were, they would very quickly escape because they'd be curious to learn more. They'd be curious to learn more about storytelling, more about flow, more about pacing, more about the art and craft of editing. So by being curious, you are immediately on the path to escaping that button pusher frame. Button pushers just do as they're told and nothing more. And that's it. And so that is why they have been given this label. They're technical executors. They're not crafts people. They are technical executors, technicians, uh, rather than crafts people. And so... If you want to escape that label and ensure that you never get that, then you have to have a level of curiosity that will take you from technician into a craftsperson. You are becoming an artist rather than an executor. And curious editors make the best storytellers. Editing is storytelling. That's, you know, we all know this. Curious editors are always looking for a way to get better, but also a better way of telling a story. They're always looking deeper into the story to understand, okay, I have this in my timeline, how can I make it better? What can I extract from the footage that I have that will make it better? A technician will simply go, that'll do, and move on. So it's this curiosity. That creates the best storytellers. And every great editor that you've ever, of any film you've ever watched, will have this sense of curiosity. Another trait that the great editors possess is that they are collaborators. If you are collaborating with your client, with other artists, then you will not only be able to execute what has been asked of you, but also things beyond that. Collaboration is about stacking. It's about stacking ideas, working together, getting rid of the bottom ideas and just so you're just building good idea on top of good idea and good idea until you're only left with the best ideas and all the bad ideas get dropped and are lost. That is great collaboration. And so, if you are just executing on an ask, then that is not collaboration. The best editors are collaborators, and those that aren't are button pushers. Now, if you also want to be labeled as one of the best editors, you have to have humility. Humility is one of the qualities that I see lacking in all of the editors that feel like they can't get onto the top rung of the editing jobs. They feel like all of the jobs that come their way are basic, are simple. They're not kind of cutting the kind of jobs that they like to perhaps high-end jobs, and that is because they lack humility. Being humble is the most desirable trait in great editors. You have to be able to collaborate and you have to be humble. You can't just say, well, you don't know what you're talking about because you're not the editor. That is not collaboration and that is not humble. You have to be humble in order to be a great editor. You have to work with the client, collaborate with the client, put their ideas in and your ideas in and get the best of both, and that's what I'm talking about. About layering up the the better ideas until all you're left with are the top rung, the top layers of ideas. And that might mean throwing away some of your ideas, and so you have to have humility in order to be able to do that, and not be um, and not be petty, because if the client sees that, they're not going to want to work with you. They don't want to work with someone who thinks that they're best. They know everything. They're right. Nobody does. It's um, it's not a comfortable working environment. So humility is another great trait that you'll hear me talk a lot about in the future um, that great editors possess. And one of the One of the other traits that great editors possess is this sense of brilliance. And if you want to escape that label of button pusher, then you have to be brilliant. And now brilliant is one of those terms that has multiple meanings. You may mean it just means excellent, be good, be a fantastic, good craftsman. That is not what I mean in this instance what i mean by being a brilliant editor is that in a sea of mediocrity you stand out think about all of the editors out there and all of the edits being made there are many editors that could fill one role that a client is looking for they, they have an edit that needs making, whatever that is, whether it's a documentary, a commercial, or even just a talking head video for a corporate. There are many, many editors that could, they could cut that. And so if the client is choosing among five or more editors, and they're all the same, they're like, well, you know, it doesn't matter if I choose editor one, two, three, or five, literally whichever one is free. Doesn't matter. Then you're not brilliant. But if you are in a lineup of five editors, or ten editors, or a hundred editors, for a particular job, no matter what your skill set, because the people that you, the other editors, your peers that you are up against, to be chosen by the client, you're all at the same level because the, the client knows exactly what they want. They know the level of experience that that editor needs to have. And if you're just starting out, even you will be on the same rung as all the other people at the same level. But if you are brilliant, then you will stand out and the client is going to choose you. And you won't be labeled a button pusher. So think about that that term, brilliance, in terms of not skill, because you're going to be competing with editors on the same level as you no matter what level you are. So it's not about how good you are at your job. It's about standing out. How brilliant are you when it comes to working with and the um, the relationship that you can bring to the client? And that is a trait that all of the best editors possess. And that is the trait that I love most in all the editors that I meet through Unsplice especially with uh, the editors that come up as they come up through Unspice Pro, I can see them transform into these brilliant editors. And I'm like I'm not I'm not saying skill level here because you know there are certain wrongs of of you know certain skills that you acquire the more that you the more you learn. But just this sense of brilliance of being brilliant and, and a great person to work with and great at your job. The next trait that all the best editors have is trustworthiness. Trustworthiness is key. And you've probably heard me say this many times before. But for clients, trust is more valuable than money. When a client comes to you, they are buying trust. In a lineup of editors, they are going to give money to the one they trust the most. They are literally paying you in order to buy trust. They trust that you will do a better job than anyone else. So you have to be trustworthy and you have to be trustworthy in all of your actions. And um, it's interesting because we're talking about these, these skills or these traits that are not about how good you are at editing but if you want the best jobs if you want to be hired for the best jobs and you don't want to be labeled a button pusher then you have to have trustworthiness you has to be trusted trustworthy and the client needs to know that and feel that and you can't just pretend to be trustworthy you have to actually be that in every fiber of your of your being in every piece of communication in every word that comes out of your mouth every word that comes across In an email, you have to exude trustworthiness. Your website, your portfolio, all of these need to look trustworthy. Otherwise, the client will go with someone that they trust more. Because if you think about it, if you had a plumbing issue and you wanted to get it fixed, you had two plumbers to choose from, both with the same years of experience. Plumber A has 125 five-star reviews on Trustpilot, and plumber B has no reviews on Trustpilot. Who are you going to choose to fix your plumbing? Well, you're going to choose plumber A, because you trust them more, even though both are equally good at their job. So that is the importance of trustworthiness. And the next one which kind of goes on from this is compassion the next trait that all the best editors have is compassion if you have compassion then you're going to be a dream to work with and that kind of relates you know it ties into everything we just spoke about it ties into becoming a good collaborator if you have compassion for the client and what they're trying to achieve you are a good collaborator if you are humble then you share compassion all of these things tie in trustworthiness you by by sharing trustworthiness you are sharing compassion you are showing that you care about the client you care about what it's they want you're not just trying to get them you know money for a day you're not just trying to get a day's work you are trying to help the client achieve what they want to achieve and you're putting them before yourself that is compassion and so these traits will help you escape the label of button pusher and make you an in-demand editor let's talk a little bit about one of the most important traits of what we just spoke about curiosity collaborator brilliance trustworthiness and compassion curiosity is the main one that is going to break you out of this button pusher label so that you can work your way towards becoming an in-demand editor and so how can you develop curiosity i said that really weirdly then curiosity how can you develop curiosity so that you can escape this label of button pusher. Well, exploring new techniques is one of the main ways that you can do so. Explore, try and look at edits, and try and break them down and understand how they have achieved certain things that you don't know how to do. Look at it and try and break it down understand look at these and explore new techniques now you may also find that you can't break it down there's a uh, an area within Unspliced pro where you can post any edits that you've seen and you can help get a breakdown of how it was made so you can actually understand that but it's it's this curiosity this exploring and wondering how was that made how can i do that or I'm trying to create this sense of wonder in my edit. I'm trying to create this sense of suspense. How can I achieve that? Ask someone, ask a community, you can ask the Unspiced Pro community or you can ask an expert, how do I achieve this feeling in the audience, in the edit? And then there might be several ways, several different techniques of achieving that. So curiosity and exploring techniques. It's gonna help you escape that button pusher label. And leading on from that, experimenting. Experimenting with different styles, different ways of editing, because I think there is, uh, certainly in the YouTube community, there's this, um, uh, this idea of finding your style as an editor. And a lot of people, a lot of YouTube, Create content creators will talk about this finding your style, like it's a thing, like it's um, you know uh, a hallmark that clients will go to. That your particular style is so unique and incredible that nobody else can achieve it. Well, I'm, I'm sad to tell oh, you do, that's bullshit. Your style is just a makeup of every everything else that's out there. And any good editor can imitate that style. So don't put too much credence on this idea of finding your style because it doesn't matter. It doesn't really exist. It's not like, you know, so different styles have different names. You know, you're not creating something completely unique like Wes Anderson is um, that, you know, then got copied and copied. You are... Simply, there are so many, so many cuts that you can create as an editor. And so finding your style is not really a, a thing. It's not as important as some communities might lead you to believe. But experimenting and just trying different things out and having a safe space to share the edits that you've created and get some kind of feedback from from a community To understand what's working and what is not working that's really really important and inspiration is another way that you can develop your curiosity so look for inspiration from other editing other video editors from films that you watch documentaries commercials but also art in general inspiration can be pulled from books It can be pulled from conversations that you have with people. Having this this idea, this sense of um, uh, a broader creative idea of the world, that is going to help you translate your creative ideas into the timeline. So think about that as you are trying to build out your curiosity. And as we're on the subject of conversations, ask questions, be open to feedback, and continuously learning in order to help cultivate curiosity. All of these things all tie into its, you know, its own ecosphere of um, influence. These are all gonna help you build out your curiosity so you can escape the label of button pusher, move towards becoming an in-demand editor. You should always be open to learning new things. Generally, when you're starting out, that is not a problem. You are very much a sponge and you're trying to learn everything that you can about video editing. After you've been cutting for several years, perhaps six years, something like this, you might start to stagnate. You might start to think that there's not so much worth learning anymore and uh, you stop being so open to inspiration. Well, that is exactly when you need to be conscious of that and open your mind to inspiration. That is when it is most important because otherwise you're going to stagnate. If you've been editing for six years or several years, and um, you're starting to find edits less challenging, um, you are starting to perhaps get itchy feet or you're unhappy with the work that is coming in, you probably stopped being curious. And so by opening your mind back up to curiosity, always learning, trying new things out, Becoming a sponge, learning new ideas, learning new techniques, speaking to editing communities or speaking to experts about the kind of things you're trying to create. I want to create this sense of suspense in this film. How do I do this? I want to make this moment more funny. How can I do this? Um, And by having that kind of space to ask those questions, you can learn new things. Try different things out and become unstuck in your current plateau. So experimenting with different styles, different styles of editing, whether that could be documentary, going from documentary to commercial to branded content, music videos, fashion films, you know, or whether you're trying to work with all these different types of films, but also the different styles of films. Hype films or slow films, um, romantic films, Uh, you could try different styles of cutting, jump cutting, smash cuts, um, uh, all sorts of different, there there are eight different cuts, eight different types of cuts that you could be playing with. So, Do you know all of those? Do you know what they achieve when you do them? And how can you use those like building blocks in order to create the kind of feeling that you want in your audience? So trying experimenting with different styles and experimenting with different editing techniques will help spark creativity and curiosity. So there we are again, curiosity. Uh, is the key to breaking out of this button pusher label and becoming an in-demand editor so look for inspiration from other video editors doesn't have to be experts it could be any editor you've seen or any editors that you meet so any editors you meet in any community there are things that you can learn from every single one of them and you can always find new ways to approach an edit and expand on your knowledge of the craft. It's a never-ending journey, and certainly when it comes to storytelling, the actual art of storytelling within an edit, that that journey never finishes. That you are always learning new lessons. The actual buttons, the number of buttons in your editing software, that's limited, but The stories you can tell, that is unlimited. And the lessons you can learn from that are unlimited. And that's super exciting. So if you lose that curiosity to learn all of those new techniques, then you're going to plateau. And if you do, then you're going to get labeled a button pusher. So make sure you always have curiosity. Make sure... You become a great storyteller and make sure you have all the traits that we spoke about earlier. Not only curiosity, but being a great collaborator, being humble, being brilliant, trustworthy, and compassionate. These are all key traits to ensuring you don't get labeled a button pusher and become an in-demand editor. Of course, you probably know this by now, but if you are looking for a video editing community and an expert editor to ask advice and get help from, then head to unspice.com forward slash pro because that is where you'll find the sign up page for Unspice Pro, the only online video editing mentorship community with a safe space to post your working edits, get feedback on how to improve it and get lessons specifically tailored to exactly where you are in your journey, whether you've been editing for six months or six years. Thank you so much for joining me today. I've really enjoyed this and I really hope I get to speak with you soon. Uh, if you're watching this on YouTube, leave some comments below about what you found most useful about this. And also, if you have any questions about anything that we spoke about, stick it in the YouTube comments, and I'll happily answer that. Thank you once again, and I'll see you next week.